0: There's a new podcast app that delivers chilling true crime stories straight to your mobile device every day. They release a new episode that investigates the gruesome true acts of America's worst serial killers, and you can explore into the minds of psychopaths and murderers. To get started, find and download Murder Minute from the App Store or visit MurderMinute.com. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-M-I-N-U-T-E.com to get your daily dose of true crime creepiness delivered straight to your mobile device. It's a good show. (laughs) Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Steve. It's Wednesday eh, afternoon-ish. Yeah, I guess 1151 is afternoon. <laughs> it's, it's almost exactly noon, so I think good afternoon is appropriate. Uh, the date today is September 5th, 2018, the year of our Lord. Uh, I am once again at home... Uh, doing a solo episode, um, probably some more uh, listener emails. I'm actually kind of stoked right now. I sound good. <laughs> I'm not. I stopped sneezing. Uh, I was a little bit worried. I I did all my ad reads for this week's episode first, and um. I think I talked out all the bugs because this morning I was a disaster. Uh, Woke up again, sneezing fit. It's definitely... I don't want to say it's definitely the apartment, but it's definitely allergies. Um, I took uh, Zyrtec earlier. It, It must be starting to kick in because I sounded horrible. I went through about half a box of Kleenex it's sitting right here next to me, that box of Kleenex, in case things go rye, go so- go awry, <laughs> in case things turn into rye bread. Um, if things go bad, I have the Kleenex here. So uh, hopefully, I continue sounding this way. Um. I'm a little, uh, little stuffy, but that currently is better than me being, uh, sniffly. It's not as horrifying to you guys, I think. It's better to... Can you guys hear that? Neighbors doing construction. Perfect timing. Great. (laughs) I'm actually in my kitchen right now on my desktop computer. Uh... Recording with better software. I just don't like being in, the, being in this kitchen uh, for some reason recording. I prefer to do it on the couch. But we know how that's gone in the past uh, few episodes. Uh, I mean, minus the one with Lynn where I recorded at her place. Um, it might be the couch. I might get rid of the couch. My couch is down. I may have a down allergy. Because it's definitely worse when I'm home. And I fell asleep on my couch last night. Maybe that's why my allergies were even worse this morning. And uh, I'm back to working full time, so I haven't gotten to see anybody. I need to see a good allergist. I don't need to go see a GP. I need to see a proper allergist. I've put the feelers out to some of my friends here in Los Angeles who I know have seen allergists and gotten shots and have raved about the reviews so I got to do that when I get some time off but this week it's you know every day I'm working uh, so I actually have to hurry up and get this one out so I can leave and go work Um. but yeah it's hard to book a doctor's appointment when you're um, working every day and most places aren't open on the weekends I'd love to find an allergist that was open on the weekends. But also part, part of me is like, how good are they if they're open on the weekends? <laughs> I feel like a really awesome doctor calls his days. He's like, all right, Monday through Thursday, maybe Friday. I ain't working on the weekends. I ain't working on the weekends. I'm, a, I'm a... uh <laughs> I'm one of the top-rated allergists in Los Angeles. I ain't working on the weekends. Leave that for struggling allergists. (laughs) Struggling allergists. Um, Yeah, so I... I gotta just bite the bullet. Not bite the bullet. I mean, it's... It's for my health. Ugh. Um. so that this the whole saga of my allergies basically what I'm saying is nothing has changed we'll see if this Zyrtec helps I gotta I got get into a studio that the, the sound is just fucking horrible here I mean it's better on this mic in this computer than when I record on my little zoom machine on the couch there goes an airplane but um This does sound better, but I'm closer to the neighbor's apartments where there's people playing pianos. There's a guy in the the apartment building who plays piano. He has a fucking piano in his apartment. And these are some old-ass janky apartments with really thin walls. Like He's not even in the same building as me. I'm in a different apartment complex, and you can hear it loud as... I almost said loud as day, clear as day. It's so loud and he plays. Luckily, he does only play in the afternoons. That's a little thoughtful. You can't do that in the early mornings or at night. But Jesus Christ, if you can afford a piano, can you afford a house? <laughs> um. Okay, everything stopped. But yeah, I, I have some new issues to talk about, though. Um, one being my eyes, this is a new one. This started last night, so maybe it's, it's good that this actually happened. So I have something to talk about today. I got home from work yesterday and, um, I'm a video gamer. (laughs) Why wouldn't I be? I'm 50. (laughs) I'm almost 50, (laughs) but I like to relax and, and play video games once in a while. And there's a new uh, download content for this video game I love called Destiny. Uh, Destiny 2 came out about a year ago. And now there's a new expansion for Destiny 2, which dropped yesterday. And me and all my friends who play online were really stoked. I couldn't wait to get home and try it. So I got home, downloaded it, and immediately started playing on my Xbox. And holy shit. I played well into the early morning. Um, and I get this thing when I play video games. It happens sometimes when I'm writing or on the computer. But it really happens when I play video games. Uh, I think uh, I'm concentrating so much and watching so intently. Because this is like a shoot 'em up game. That I don't blink as often as I should. This is le- this is a legitimate thing. I mean, I know this is a problem because they have video game glasses. I mean, eyeglasses that are that are supposed to cut down on like the glare and the the eye strain. So I played many hours of video games last night. At one point, I was playing with my friends Bruce and Eric, and um. <sighs> my eyes started to to burn a little. I, I started rubbing my eyes with my hands because they were burning. And after like an additional hour, all of a sudden, I just couldn't hold my eyes open anymore. They burned so bad. If you listen to the episode where I talk about uh, getting sunburn, basically a, a UV burn on my eyes from arc welding, it's a very similar feeling. Um, Busy had it too When she did a photo shoot Outdoors with uh, bright lights You burn your eyeballs I don't think I burn my eyeballs I think what I'm dealing with Is eye strain From not blinking And just intensely staring at my TV And playing But it got so bad You know My my friends were like "Yeah, just, uh, Just rest for a second A second was not doing it in fact, after like a few minutes, I was like, I have to, sorry guys, I have to just turn off the TV and just lay here on my couch and find some eye drops. Luckily, I went digging through my medicine chest, which I still owe a photo to you guys. Of. I cleaned it up a little bit last week after I said I was going to post a photo, so I can actually post a photo now. But I went digging through uh, the cabinet and found uh, an old bottle of Visine. Hasn't expired yet. It's not that old. Uh, But it's just your average run-of-the-mill, you know, all-purpose Visine. I don't think it's for dry eyes or anything specific. But this is what's crazy. I mean, what's crazy is that I am an adult who played video games for like six hours and can't couldn't see but what else is crazy i turned off the tv unplugged the video game uh console laid back on my couch and uh turned off a lot of the lights it wasn't pitch black but laid back on the couch grabbed the visine i don't like putting things in my eyes anyway so it's 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 always a chore just trying to get drops in because i keep blinking and missing and whatever There's got to be, there should be an eye drop applicator if there isn't already. Because the old pry your eyelids open with your fingertips and then drop it in doesn't always work for me because I get so nervous. Anyway, put the drops in. As soon as the eye drops hit my eyeballs, burning on a whole nother level. It was like dropping acid into my eyeballs. And I looked online and that is a thing. I think they were so dried out that just putting liquid on them actually, well, it eventually did a better job and helped at first. It fucking hurt like crazy. It's like when you skin your knee as a kid. Do you remember teen? <laughs> I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. I don't think I've seen it. Maybe it is. I don't think I've seen it in a drugstore like a CVS or Rite Aid or Walgreens, in a long time. But when I was a, a kid, it was kind of like a spray on Neosporin, I think. It's like a disinfectant. And I would get this shit every time I skin my knee or elbow when I fell riding my bike or whatever. Go in, your mom rinses it under the sink, which also hurts like hell. But once they get the wound cleaned out, It's like a spray can. It's almost like a deodorant spray. Like that type of can. Like an aerosol can. It's got this like disinfectant. It was called Bactine. Maybe it was pronounced Bactine. No, I think it's Bactine. Spray it on the wound. Super burn. Super super burn. (laughs) Remember that Judd Apatow movie? (laughs) With uh, Michael Sarah called Super Burn. <laughs> um, no, um, it was uh, it was hor- back teen. Jesus Christ! Eventually, it helped. It helped and made it feel better. But it, it's that same principle of like the second something touches your wound, it hurts. It was the same way with eye drops. Eye drops, liquid, refreshing, soothing eye drops on my burning eyes for about four or five minutes made them burn even more. Like, I couldn't even open my eyes, and I was just rubbing the, rubbing my eyes. Eventually, it started to help. I went to bed, woke up this morning, and there was just all sorts of, like, like, not eye boogers, but, like, because it, it was still, like, gooey... <laughs> It was like just my eyes had been watering in my sleep, so like the corners of my eyes had shit in them, and and by the way, still burned a little bit this morning. They're way better. In fact, as I'm recording this at my computer, I'm trying not to stare at it. Like a lot of the times as I'm talking right now, I've I've got my eyes closed. Ugh, I, I I got problems. <laughs> But yeah, that was last night, man. That was uh, last night and also this morning. I was just like... You know, it's great though because I had all this shit in the corner of my eyes and my eyes were still a little burning on, around the edges. I have these things. I had an eye infection year, like about a year, year and a half ago. Um, this We talked about this. I won't cover a whole lot of it, but the short end of it was... I had a root canal because I had an abscess tooth. That abscess molar was right by my sinuses. It, you know, it was my upper back molar, which is, you know, that part of your jaw is up against your sinus. Ended up giving me a sinus infection because the infection was right by my sinuses. And that ev- eventually ended up giving me an eye infection. Like, I went to the eye doctor and he was like, I don't suppose you've had a sinus infection lately. Like, it was caused by that. But anyway, because I had that, it was a really bad infection, but, like, my eyes were always, like, watering and stuff. The doctor was like, try not to touch your eyes with your hand because, you know, while it's still infected, by the way, you can spread it or just keep keep giving it to yourself by touching your eyes with your hands and then... Doing it all over again So he's like just go to Rite Aid And get these eye wipes <laughs> Everything just sounds Gross or goofy Eye wipes It's gonna be the name of my band Eye wipes But they're amazing um, Just these little They're almost like wet naps They come in a little pouch They're in my medicine cabinet When I take a photo I'll, I'll show you but they they look like little wet naps and you just close your eyes and you just kind of wipe them along the edge of your eyelids and uh very refreshing and you also don't have to worry about infecting your eye so if you have eye issues check out eyelids (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not getting paid to say this (laughs) um so yeah that's my eyes I also think it would probably help if I went in and got new glasses. I've, i I I had an appointment a few weeks ago. I had to cancel because of work. Um, there's a lot I need to do that I, I fear I probably won't get to a lot of this stuff until uh, November. You know, for actors, I guess anybody in entertainment, writers, directors, everybody, anyone in production. Hollywood kind of uh, shuts down like around near Thanksgiving through New Year's. Um, So there's not a lot of work. So I'll definitely have a lot of time to do doctor visits in there and also record podcasts. Um, Not that that uh, lack of time has stopped me. I haven't missed a podcast in forever. You're welcome. (laughs) But yeah, I need to see an eye doctor. And um, optometrist, I guess they're called. And uh, get a new prescription. I need a new prescription. I also need progressive lenses. I can't keep switching between reading glasses and long distance glasses because I eventually just end up not wearing glasses at all and just ugh, suffering. And that's probably straining my eyes even more. But they also make glasses with a a coating. Specifically for um, eye strain, and you know when you go to the eye doctor, optometrist, or is it ophthalmologist? I don't even know. Uh, they always ask, you know, when you're getting glasses, uh, do you spend a lot of time on the computer? Which by now is a dumb question. Everybody like, do you spend a lot of time on your computer or looking at your phone? Um, yeah, I'm a human. I get annoyed when I, I see people on their phones all the time or like I'm at an, at an intersection waiting and someone is walking across the intersection, not looking for cars, not paying attention, but just staring at their phone. Also walking really slow because they're just looking at their phone. It, it annoys me. I'm like, stop looking at your goddamn phone. But every chance I get, I'm looking at my goddamn phone. So I get it. I try not to complain about it a lot because it's just, it's how we are now. It's just a thing like reality TV. I remember, you know, when the real world first happened, I was like, this is a fad. This isn't going to last. It's not real TV. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's just who we are now. So don't complain about it. You don't have to like it, but it's not going away. I I'm talking about reality TV, (laughs) but also, um, people looking at their phones don't it's pointless to to complain although you really as just for a safety purposes you shouldn't be looking at your phones walking across the street definitely not while you're driving and that's something i see every goddamn day in my car i look over and someone's just driving and looking at their fucking phones that i have a problem with and that i will always complain about because that's just not safe um I have a thing set up now where I get in my car and my phone realizes what, I don't know how, maybe it's the Bluetooth, although it's not even when my Bluetooth is on. It just knows when I'm in my car. I think it's probably the uh, satellite recognizes that you're moving at a certain speed and it just turns, doesn't turn my phone off, but it puts it in do not disturb mode where If someone calls me, I don't hear the phone ring. I don't get a notification when someone texts me. It's just like my phone is on airplane mode. Airplane mode. Why did my voice crack? Um, And it's made a huge difference. I'm not tempted to look at my phone anymore, you know, in the car, even at like a stoplight because I'm not aware. I'm not getting the, the, the dinging and pinging and... Hey guys, September is National Life Insurance Awareness Month, and most people aren't aware of that. In fact, most people aren't aware that they need life insurance at all, and that's why 40% of people don't have it. But getting life insurance doesn't need to be difficult or expensive. Right now, prices are at the lowest they've been in 20 years, and Policy Genius has made it easier than ever to get covered. Policy Genius is the easy way to get life insurance online in just two minutes. That's really quick. If you don't have a lot of time, I mean, you obviously have two minutes, right? You can compare quotes from the top insurers to find the best policy for you. And when you compare quotes, you save money. It's that simple. And they don't just make life insurance easy. They also compare disability insurance, renter's insurance, and health insurance. If you care about it, they cover it. So if you're looking for a good reason to buy life insurance, here's three. One, it's National Life Insurance Awareness Month. Two, prices are at a 20-year low. And three, Policy Genius makes it easy to get the right policy for you. All you got to do is go to policygenius.com to get quotes and apply in minutes. Minutes. It's all about saving time, right? You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius. It's the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Thanks. Hey, gang, I'm here to tell you about Stitch Fix, an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. All you have to do is go to stitchfix.com slash doc, that's D-O-C, and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. It's actually really easy. I went to the website, um... And fairly accurate. Uh, they give you uh, a whole like styling question with photos of uh, different clothes. Uh, which one are you most likely to wear? Which do you prefer? And uh, you go through that for a few minutes, taking uh, picking out what you like best. And then they uh, will make their decisions on what to send you based on that. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will hand pick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. And are you big and or tall like me? I have a f- I have a problem sometimes uh, shopping for clothes because I'm a giant. Well, don't worry, because in the next few months, Stitch Fix will be coming out with a big and tall line. So please check them out. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is actually applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So get started now at stitchfix.com doc, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash doc, D-O-C, to get started today. Stitch Fix FIX.com F-I-X dot com slash doc. Thanks. I am starting to sound a little nasally. <sighs> I just got to get out of this apartment. Anyway, yeah. So my eyes. <laughs> that, that's, that was the whole point of all this. I just did 20 minutes on my eyes. <laughs> um. The other thing I had to talk about, and this is... This is one that kind of freaked me out, uh, or my feet. Uh, today's actually the first day they f- they don't hurt, but they have been in so much pain. I think I talked about this before, but like it's been at a level where the other night I was look. did I talk about this? I don't think I talked about this before. I may have brushed on it, but I was going down rabbit holes online, like WebMD and Google of just... searching gout and searching uh, diabetic foot pain because my feet were hurting so bad I don't eat great but I also don't I'm not a sugar person I'm like a a savory carb person (laughs) I'm a savory carb person that's not going to be the title of this episode but that would be a good one so I sugar's not really my thing. I'll get like a nice mocha or, or you know, sugar in my coffee, but I don't need a lot of sugar. However, I'm just the other night, you know, I, I was laying there and my feet were aching and I was just like I wonder if this is the same pain you get from diabetes. And the, I shouldn't have done that cuz it was just hours of like me just I was like I'm a diabetic. I'm a diabetic. It was horrible. And, uh, but I, I'm fairly sure that's not what it is because it's my entire feet. It's my shins. It's all the way up to my knees. It affects my back a little bit. I went and got orthotics. Um, not the, uh, prescription. Prescription? <laughs> prescription orthotics? Is that a thing? Yeah. I, I, I had some from my doctor years ago and they seemed to help. And, Somehow I lost them. I think when I got a new pair of shoes, I failed to put them in the new shoes. Anyway, I can't find my actual orthotics. Uh, But I did go and get some Dr. Scholl ones, and um, they seem to actually be helping. Although I need to, you know, as part of my plan, once I get some free time, I need to go see my podiatrist, uh, who I love, and uh, see if he can just make a new pair of orthotics. But it's because I've been standing so much. It's, you know, I did an episode of Superstore a while back and it was like a full day. Like, it was like 12 hours of just standing. And then it didn't help that everything else I did after that on American Princess and the other shit. It was just a lot of standing. And even then I was out running errands when I wasn't working. It was just for some reason i was on my feet more than i usually am and the weird thing is when i'm when i am standing or when i'm walking everything seems fine it's just later when i'm laying down that's the other thing i was like it's not diabetic cuz it's really only once i relax i feel like diabetic foot pain would be a constant that's why they have like diab Shoes for people with diabetes sucks because it's a constant pain, right? If any of you have diabetes and deal with that foot pain, please email me no docspodcast at gmail.com and let me know what your symptoms are, what you can do to alleviate it. I've done a lot of things. The, uh, the, The insoles seem to have helped a lot. Although that was kind of at the tail end. So I'm wondering if that's just, you know, because I've been getting more rest. Uh, But also what felt really good was grabbing an ice pack out of the freezer, putting it on the floor, sitting on my couch and just putting my feet on the ice pack. That really seemed to help. My friend Leah was like, I told her and she's like, Lean, she's like, lay on your back near the wall and put your feet up, your legs up the wall as high as you can. And I did that, and that seemed to help. Like, I don't know if it was because the blood was draining out of my feet, but that really helped a lot. So there are are some things that help. But if you uh, are diabetic and deal with diabetic foot pain, I would love to hear more about this. Um. Yeah. I know we had Dean Del Rey on. I should re-listen to that. I I think he said his feet were hurting a little bit, but his was just I think a general he went to the doctor and they're like, "Oh yeah, and you have diabetes." Um So I, I I'm very curious to know about this. Um Yeah, it's it's my my feet have been killing me. Oh, the other thing I went and bought this just plastic foot bin uh, at like, where did I get it? Maybe it was Bed Bath & Beyond on my way home from work one day. And uh, just for putting hot water in and soaking my feet. And I did get Epsom salts, which I, I bought a long time ago. I think I had a fucked up back like years ago and I bought Epsom salts. To soak in my tub, and I never actually did it, but I kept them in the ba- on a shelf in the bathroom, the top shelf. And when I found it the other night, I was like, "Oh, I'll soak in Epsom salt." the 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 Because it looks like a milk carton, it was solid, like it had become just one solid brick, like it wasn't powder anymore. I don't know what caused that, but uh, I was like, "Oh, I got to get more." So I went and got Epsom salt, and I got a. A little plastic bucket <laughs> made for your feet. It, like it's got to be big enough that your feet fit in. So mine was. It said it fit feet up to fit feet up to <laughs> size fourteen. So I just barely made it. And uh, yeah, the other night, oh my god, my feet were hurting. I filled that thing up with hot ass water, really hot. Like I could barely stand it. Like it took a few tries to get my feet in there and hold them in there. And I also put Epsom salt in there and oh my God, they felt really good. I don't know, you know, I don't know if just soaking them in hot water would have also done the same thing. I don't know anything about Epsom salt. I I believe you're not supposed to put it in food though. It's like some kind of weird mineral from the earth that I don't think you want to put on your fries. <laughs> I think it really is just for body stuff. Although, I don't know. Maybe you can ingest it. If you're an Epsom salt uh, manufacturer, please hit me up at no podcast at gmail.com. Um. Yeah, so that's my that's been my other gripe is just my my feet. Although they're now feeling better. I worked all day yesterday and um uh it was all sit- sitting scenes. So I'm back on the road to recovery. <laughs> but yeah, I got to see an eye doctor, I got to see an allergist, I got to see my foot doctor. Um I got to see my urologist. I got a call last week reminding me that it's been six months since I went in and found that I have a kidney stone in the bottom of my right kidney. And uh, as you all know, that the, the uh, urologist said, you know, according to this X-ray, the kid your kidney stone is at, and it's a big one. He goes, it's at the bottom of your kidney, uh, your ureter, you know where when, you know, liquids leave your kidneys, they go through the ureter, that's at the top, he goes, so, I don't think you're in danger of this kidney stone passing, at least anytime soon, so he said, let's make an appointment, six months, come back, and we'll do another, uh, x-ray, and, uh, see where it is, and, uh, I got the call last week, can't believe it's been six months, but, uh, I was working, and uh, so as soon as I have some time off, I'm going to go back. Oh, my God, it's just so many doctor's appointments. This is adulthood, I guess. (sighs) As a kid, I'd go years without going to a doctor. Now it's just trying to, you know, see, you know, as a process of making appointments based on which is more urgent. Hey, most skincare products on the shelf involve some sort of trade off. Either they're loaded with harmful chemicals, but they work, or they manage to have clean ingredients, but then do absolutely nothing for your skin. Well, True Botanicals believes you shouldn't have to choose between skincare that's safe and skincare that's effective. You deserve both. With the help of leading researchers from top universities, True Botanicals bottles The highest quality natural ingredients, creating luxurious formulas that are as potent as they are pure. Third-party clinical trials verify their product's efficacy. Their Renew collection for aging skin outperformed Creme de la Mer, and their Clear collection for acne outperformed Proactive. Proof that non-toxic skincare can not only be as effective as conventional skincare, but it can be better. And True Botanicals is the first skincare company to have its entire line certified safe for people and the planet by the nonprofit Made Safe, America's first non toxic seal. Go to TrueBotanicals.com now to get free samples and receive $20 off orders of $40 or more off your first purchases with the code NODOCS. That's N O D C S. <laughs> Thanks. It's been half an hour. I guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll do some, uh, let's do some emails. Oh, wow. My phone's been blowing up while I've been uh, recording. Um, okay, so. Going to the emails. And again, I'll say it again. Uh, If you have uh, topics you want to talk about, if you have any uh, weird medical stuff that's happened to you that you want to share, hit me up at nodocspodcast at gmail.com. It's N-O-D-O-C-S podcast at gmail.com. And I do read them all. Um, I just opened the app, and there's a fairly new one. This is one I've I've really been uh, obsessed with lately. A listener named Emily. And the subject is shingles vaccination and adult onset stills disease. A.K.A. the big sick. How can I not read this? It's a long one. I'm scrolling through it, but I don't care. I'm obsessed with shingles now. Anytime my... Skin hurts. (laughs) Which, thank God, isn't often. I'm like, shingles, shingles. Hi, Stephen Busy. I started writing you this email in late 2017 after your interview with Emily and her experience with adult-onset Stills disease. I procrastinated and then forgot to send it off. And unfortunately, in that time delay, there is an update to this story. Well, I'm sorry that you have an update, Emily. Uh, several years ago, my young, 58 at the time, fit father, Lorne, fell ill with the exact same thing. This is extremely rare. The doctors have told us there is a one in four million chance for someone his age to get this, as it is virtually unheard of in patients older than their mid-30s. Jeez. Uh, I lived with him at the time, and am really happy that I did as I could keep an eye on him. He started to experience an extremely high fever of 39 degrees Celsius. Sorry, I have no clue what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's bad. Um, I'm sorry, but the OCD in me has to look it up. Uh, 39. Oh, wow. I just wrote 39, and the first thing that popped up was Celsius Celsius. Uh, that's 102.2 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Okay, so, uh, he had a extremely high fever of 39 degrees Celsius, uh, for multiple days at a time. Uh, he would shiver so severely that his whole body would shake wildly and uncontrollably and could only be subsided by using a heated blanket set on high for hours. He would slip in and out of sleep and look like absolute shit. He lost a huge amount of weight, which made him look hollow and very thin as he didn't carry much weight to begin with. He is a stubborn man and not a great at-home patient. And it was after several weeks of his health declining and us trying to get him to, to seek more medical help that he finally let my sister and I bring him to the emergency room. We live in Canada where hospital stays are free, so there is really no excuse for wanting to avoid the hospital, except for the obvious, frustrating, exhausting, and and kind of gross parts. (laughs) He spent several weeks in the hospital, and it took almost that long to diagnose exactly what was happening. Literally every expert from autoimmune specialist to tropical disease specialist came to visit him. The hematologist told my dad that his blood levels were spectacular as he had never seen such extreme numbers in his career. His ferritin was at 7,500, which is the highest the test can show. And his white blood cell count was at 72,000, which is the normal range. uh, Oh, sorry. His uh, white blood cell count was 72,000. Normal range is between 4,000 and 11,000. Uh, the final conclusion was that the shingles vaccination he had taken several weeks prior uh-oh, had triggered this autoimmune response. It is one of few live vaccines we have access to today, and it is my understanding that reactions can be very severe because of that. He had to be monitored for months after leaving the hospital, was on some crazy drugs, including prednisone at 50 50 mg dose. It took him over a year to be weaned off it. And one called methotrexate that is often used in chemo patients. He was on that until this spring, roughly 2.5 years later. His sister had shingles the exact same time, As his original diagnosis, while we are a vaccination-friendly family, this is one case where the vaccine seemed a hell of a lot worse than having shingles itself, as his sister so eloquently put it. I finally watched The Big Sick uh, this past April as I found it fascinating that such a rare disease close to my family was the subject of a Hollywood film. I can be a bit superstitious and this was exacerbated when a couple of days later my dad was readmitted into the hospital as if me watching a movie could cause a, rel- a relapse for a total of two weeks. He was discharged halfway through the re- only to return via ambulance sev- several days later. He was discharged the day before my little brother's wedding and even though he felt and looked horrible we were also pumped he could participate. Uh, he now has to be on a drug called Anakin. Fuck, I'm so bad with words. Anakinra. Anakinra. A-N-A-K-I-N-R-A. So, you at home can try and figure it out. That he has to inject into his stomach every day. It's, oh my god... It's $100 a dose, but it's working, and that's all that really matters. His weight, emotional health, and most noticeably, his energy have all been drastically affected by adult-onset Still's disease. Uh, luckily or lucky for us, his disgusting sense of humor couldn't be eliminated by any of this, and no matter how ill he has been, his inappropriate jokes are still making us laugh our asses off. Thanks for reading this super long email and actually wasn't that long. Thanks for reading this super long email and also for making me smile with each episode you put out. I can relate to you, especially Steve about so many of your hypochondriac moments and concerns. Take good care. Emily from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Um, so if you're a new listener, um, there is an episode, I believe, uh, called The Big Sick. Um, just look back through. You've got about 50 or so episodes to look back through. Um, it's probably halfway. Uh, with uh, my friend Emily Gordon. Uh, her story is the basis for the movie The Big Sick, um, starring her husband and co-writer of the movie, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who you may also know from... Uh, the HBO show, Silicon Valley. Um, so, I won't get into the whole thing again, but look that episode up. It's, it's fucking amazing. Um, it's an amazing story uh, with a very happy ending. Watch the movie, too, The Big Sick. Um. So, Jesus Christ, the shingles vaccine. I gotta get... That sounds horrible. That sounds way worse than shingles. I know uh, quite a few people that have actually had shingles who say, oh, yeah, it's brutal. And it does sound brutal. But this sounds way more brutal. In fact, I have uh, a friend, Esther, who I've been trying to get on this podcast. We've had a couple near misses. Um, I will get her on eventually. She is very young. I'd say late. 20s, early 30s. I, God, I, I believe it's late 20s though. Um, she had shingles, and uh, I did a show with her, Kevin Nealon's show at the at the Laugh Factory uh, a couple months ago, and uh, we were talking about it very briefly. And I, I said, I go, Do you wish you would have gotten the shingles vaccine? And she said, No. And I was immediately like, Why? Why should I not get it? She was like, let's talk about it on your podcast. <laughs> so I still don't have answers, although this email is really... Jeez, Louise, I have to blow my nose again. Your... Actually, I'll spare you. I'll just wipe my nose with a Kleenex brand tissue. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, thank you for that email, Emily. Um... Uh, the quandary continues about whether I should get this shingle shot uh, my mom had it um, uh, wait did my mom have it <laughs> maybe she didn't maybe my mom's the one who's been telling me to get the shingles vaccine it's, it's split I uh, God, I don't know. My friend Brendan had it also. Uh, I'm going to archive this. Uh, here's one from a listener named Angie. Oh wait, I've read this one already. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. I think I've read it. Jeez. I need to, once I read an email, put it in the uh, archives or delete it. Because now I'm looking at this email that's flagged. Yeah, I believe I've read this. Although I'm going to keep it. I'm keeping it, not deleting it. Um, sorry guys, I'm just uh looking through. Actually, you know what? I will pause this so you don't have to listen to me scrolling and going. Uh, so I'm pausing it right now, and I'm back. But to you, I was never away. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I have to do. I have to go back and listen to other listener email episodes because I did. I was really bad about not deleting emails after I read them. So now I have a bunch of emails that I'm like, did I read this? Did I not? So I'm going to go back through and listen to just scan through emails and then delete ones that I've read. And, um, Hopefully this will help because I read them and I'm I ones that I'm like, oh, I definitely have to read this. I flag it and then I sit here and I go back and I read it and I'm like, this looks familiar. Did I read it already? And sometimes it's just familiar because I read it already to myself, not uh, on an episode. So I will fix this, but please send in your emails. Uh, If you sent one a long time ago and I haven't gotten to it, please resend feel free to resend it. Um, I am going to have to wrap up, uh, in the next minute or two here, uh, just because I have to go work. Um, but I mean, we've done 45 minutes. That's not bad. I also have to add, I just remembered this because my friend Eric, who I was playing video games with last night, texted me. I had pizza last night and it was no more than 20 minutes after I had the pizza, that I started another sneezing fit. Like, it was a, a bad one. I had to mute my microphone so my friends couldn't hear me sneezing constantly. Uh, so now I'm wondering if I, if uh, my allergies are dairy-related. I know dairy doesn't really help your sinuses. And um, for people with allergies, sometimes it can make it worse. Maybe my problem is dairy-related. I do have a lot of m- coffee with milk in it. Milk, not milk. <laughs> uh, so that was just another thing that just hit me a few minutes ago while I was reading through emails. Uh, guys, please. I, I just don't know what to do. I got... I. Honestly, I'm very blessed to have worked this much this year. I'm working a lot more than usual, uh, which is good. It's also enabling me to hopefully move soon uh, into a newer building, less chances for, you know, mold, if that's what the problem is here. Who knows? Uh, But this place is definitely dusty. I've said it before. There's, like, gaps in the door and stuff where, like, Pollen and dust can easily blow in my place. So I just need a change of location. Uh, I need a little bit bigger place too. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know where I was going with this. Allergies. Yeah, oh yeah, I need time. I need a lot of time. I've been working so much, which is good, but I also now need some a couple of free days where I can, I think an allergist might be the number one, um, appointment I need to make right now. Cause I have friends who are just like, yeah, I had horrible shots or, or horrible, uh, allergies. And then I went to an allergist and they gave me shots and, um, haven't had a problem since. I mean, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you go and do that? If, if you could feel great. So that's on there. Um, I did not get my tooth pulled. Did we talk about that? I don't know if we even talked about that. I was supposed to get pulled last week. Had to work. Had to cancel that appointment because the guy they have come in, the, you know, the periodo- not periodontist, the oral surgeon they have come in at my dentist's office. He only comes in once a month. And it's always a weekday obviously cuz they're doctors um so i i, I don't uh, you know and the shitty thing is with with these jobs that i have is you know production knows they know way in advance what episodes they're doing um, but they don't know the actual shooting schedule, like what scenes are going to be shot on what sh- what what days. So I have a few more ep- I have like two or three more episodes of Superstore coming out. I have another one of Speechless, and I know what weeks that I'm shooting, but I don't know what days I'm shooting. So it's hard. You know, I've been taking shots in the dark, calling my dentist, going, "Yeah, I um, let's just schedule this." tooth pulling, having my molar pulled, um, you know, what do you have next month? And they'll say Wednesday, Wednesday the 2nd or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just do it. I know I'm working that week, but maybe it won't be on that day. And then boom, you know, you get your schedule like sometimes just a day in advance. So I'd love to know that I have a week off that I can um, just make some appointments. It'd be fun. It'd it'd be great for this podcast. Also, by the way, I talked to Busy. Oh, my God. I was messaging with Busy the other day. And uh, if you're following her stories, you know she's been doing some crazy stuff for her sinuses and just weird spa vaginal uh, steaming. (laughs) That was the one. She was at some weird spa thing and said she did that Gwyneth Paltrow steam thing not Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't come in and steam your vagina but (laughs) you know busy is the type of person that's all in you know it's all or nothing when she tries something and I, I was laughing so hard at her story that uh I messaged her and she was like yes we have to record soon so I know we talk about it a lot, but hopefully, Busy will be back on soon. Um, you know, it's just a little over a month until her talk show uh, airs, starts airing, and that's four days a week. So, if, if I'm going to get in a room with her to record, it's got to be soon. Uh, you know, even phone interviews, phone conversations, not interviews, are are hard to get with her right now. So I'll send her an email today and see what she's got coming up. So that's it, guys. That's my whole insane life. Um, yeah, I would like to have some episodes, you know, even in solo ones coming up where I can tell you about good news about, Oh, I saw a doctor and this is why this is happening. And I fixed this. And instead of just these episodes where it's me complaining, which I know is the whole reason I started the damn podcast. But I I think it's nice for the listeners to uh, hear results, especially if I'm going to practice what I preach, which is go to the doctor. If something's wrong, that's the whole point of this is go to the doctor Take care. The whole point is take care of yourself. I mean, if you can do, be preventative, if you can, that's ideal. We don't want to go to the doctor. That costs money or, you know, um, it's a pain. Sometimes it's scary, but uh, it's a necessity. If you can prevent shit, take care of yourself, guys. <laughs> I'm not, but you should. <laughs> All I can say is I'm taking care of my butt. My bidet is still great. So at least that's one positive thing. Get yourself a bidet. Take care of your butts. <laughs> uh, and thanks for listening. Please take everything I can say with a grain of salt because we're no doctors. Have a good week. Bye. It's a good show.